Hello and welcome to Hashtag Mom Life. My name is Heather Dean and I am a new mom. I have an 11 month old boy whose name is Blake. He's adorable. And uh, excuse me if I do happen to sound out of breath. I just got done playing a very intense game of Duck Duck Goose with my husband, my niece, her new friend, which just so happens to be our neighbor, um, her dad, his girlfriend, who's also pregnant, um, my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law, and two of my roommates, and my sister-in-law's friend. Yes. It was a very intense game. It's actually still happening outside, but I am tired. And we, of course, as stupid people, are doing this around a campfire. Yes. Stupid, right? Alright, so, I guess basic introductions. Again, I'm Heather. Um, I kind of wanted this podcast just for the sole fact that I talk a lot. And I feel like I have so much to say on so many different topics. So I guess this podcast really isn't subscribed to one particular thing. Like, I have so much to say on so many different areas that I just needed to make this kind of general. Like, I love having debates, as my husband would call it, it would be arguments, but I disagree there. Um, I like talking about animals, I like talking about skincare, especially. I love makeup and skincare, my favorites. Um, I'll probably talk about my work and the drama that happens there. It is a little ridiculous if I am to be honest. Actually, that's a great place to start. Let me just start with that. Um, just because it's the most recent. So, I work in an accounting office for a dealership, for a car dealership, and I have never been in a situation where I had a 60-something-year-old woman just play a bully to three of her co-workers. And mind you, this accounting office is really small. There are six of us in there. It's five women and one man. The man, oh my god, he is 70, I think he's like 78 years old, and he has so much more energy than I could ever wish for, and I'm a little bit jealous. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm just looking at it like, oh my god, woman, you're causing problems, you're making people cry. My six-year-old niece has so much, like, just way better manners than you, and in shouldn't you know better by now? Uh, she, so she's going around basically telling one of my coworkers, who happens to be a really good friend of mine, um, that, you know, her work ethic basically sucks. And I have a problem with that. Like, I'm just a super fiercely loyal friend anyway. And, um, when I hear people, like, talk down to other people in general, let alone my friends, in that kind of manner, I was appalled. I I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, how old are you? And you're going to act like you're still in high school. Mind you, I'm 28. My friend is 25. 
and my office manager is 31. So you have a 60-something-year-old woman going around and making all three of us cry for separate reasons. It just, luckily, I've gotten the majority of the heat out of my venting session about that, so I won't be too riled up, and I'm working on letting it go. I journal, so I journaled all about it and just kind of tried to get it out of my system as much as possible. But just because it is the most recent thing on my mind, I just needed to say that. So to all of you who think, you know, just because you're older and you've lived your life that it gives you the right to treat people that way, shame on you. Like, shame on you. You are how old? You should know better. Your mother would slap you in the face if she knew that that you were acting like that. Ugh. But anyways, luckily, the week is done. It is Saturday night. And yes, I did say I played Duck, Duck, Goose with how many adults and, like, two kids. Let's see. We have Justin, his girlfriend, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, her friend, two roommates, my husband, me. So that's nine adults and two kids, and I have an 11-month-old who is sleeping through all of it. So it's pretty wonderful. Uh, But right now I'm actually just enjoying my night and laying on my bed with my cat and uh, we're having a pretty chill night. I had to give, first of all, I'm using an app to do this, which makes me really excited because I've been wanting to do a podcast forever. I actually, when I went to college, um, the first thing that I was like, I'm going to major in this, even though I thought about this my whole life and it has changed every two months. But when I actually got into college, I was like, I want to be a radio host. I think that would be fun. And of course, actually getting into radio is a little bit different. And it's also a little bit more censored. So it's not like Like, I don't know how you could even get to somewhere where it's like you're Howard Stern and you could just say whatever the fuck you want. So I figured podcasting would actually be the best way to go about it because then I can just be me. I can be me. And here's another thing. To those of you who are offended easily or offended by a vulgar mouth, um, I really don't care. But I personally feel like if you have to censor yourself, it means that you have something to hide and that you're not honest. I feel like if you could just say what you say, like if you just, if you genuinely just don't cuss and it's not because you don't choose to, you just, you just naturally don't, I don't think that's a bad thing. I'm just saying if you really want to cuss and you have to hold yourself back, I feel like you're hiding something. So just let it out let it out, say what you want to say, get it out there, and you'll feel better. So that's why I wanted to do this podcast, is I'm like, yeah, I'm a a 28-year-old mom. It's my first time. I have frustrations. I'm gonna cuss a little bit. And you know what? I just think it makes it all the more real. So that's what I'm going with. I'd also like to introduce the fact that my goal for this podcast, aside from just 
talking about whatever is I'd also like to have some guests on here eventually. Just get some friends or coworkers, some people I know, some people I meet, and just get their opinions on certain topics, regardless of what it might be. It could be entertainment, it could be political, it could be educational. I don't really give a fuck. I just love talking to people and understanding their opinions. And again, I I don't like people who are easily offended. Now, I understand people get offended, and that's fine, but I mean, if I just say, I don't um, believe in this, or I don't agree with this, if you get offended by me saying that, I... I just can't really have respect for you or it's I don't even know if that's the right way to put it it's really just if you just take it too far like if you're offended just just be just come up to me and be like hey you know what you know I know that that's how you feel but I didn't really appreciate you actually saying it out loud but if you make a big deal about it, I mean, like if you're posting to Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat and you're just like, I'm so offended by this, you can just GTFO because I don't really need to deal with it. I, I don't know. I just, people like that, like, what is this? This whole I'm offended thing has been going on since like 2013 or 2014 or something like that. I mean, obviously people have been offended about things beforehand, but about 2013 2014 that's when shit just kind of like took off with this I'm offended by this and I'm offended by that be like okay great but you don't have to share it with the world I don't need to hear that yes you have the the freedom of speech doesn't mean you have to say it yes you have the freedom oh god I don't even want to get into this right now but you know what I'm going to make a note of that on things to get into at a later time is your your whole freedom thing yeah, we'll we'll totally do that on another episode. But as an introductory episode, I just kind of want everyone to understand where I come from. You know, I would classify myself as like lower middle class, like definitely middle class. I work. Um, I do the best I can to make money so that I can afford to live, essentially. I work to live instead of... or. No, I live to work, work to live. I don't know how this works. Either way, I go to work every single day. Technically, I have an 8 to 5 job, but I show up at like 7.30 because I'm a rebel and I like getting overtime. Um, But I mean, I, I go to work every day, Monday through Friday, sometimes on a Saturday if I really want to get some overtime. And I work my ass off and I... I come home and I take care of my kid and I pay my bills and it's still not enough and you know I I got some struggles and I know I'm not the only one out there with them I know that's not possible I know someone out there shares the same feelings as me maybe not about everything but definitely the struggles of being a mom definitely the struggles of being a young person just trying to make it in the world but then you also have someone who relies on you to live and it's it's hard and I every single day that I go through and I'm taking care of my kid I have my happy moments and then I have my moments like holy shit I just appreciate my mom so much right now because 
I am sure I put her through hell. Now, granted, I think I was actually a pretty good kid for the most part. Like, I wasn't horrible. I didn't do drugs. I didn't... Well, no, I, I totally did drink. I used to smoke weed when I was younger, but I don't anymore. Um, but that wasn't even, like, really a thing for me. It was kind of, like, only when I was at a party or something... And, you know, I mean, I would go out and party a lot, but I was always safe about it. I was honest. I told my mom, hey, I'm going over to so-and-so's house. We're drinking the night. I'll let you know if I'm coming home and if I am, what time I'll be home. And if I'm not, I'll let you know I'm staying the night. Um, I think the worst thing I did, though my dad would probably disagree, I think the worst thing I did was maybe two things. One, I dyed my hair black. Like, my mom hated me, and I did that for maybe about a year and a half, and it did not look good on me, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to dye my hair black, you know, because I was an angsty teenager, because I had so much to be angsty about, right? But, um, so there was that, and then I remember this one Halloween, I think I was like a freshman in high school, and it was Halloween, and I wanted to go trick-or-treating with my friends, and, you know, yeah, I still want wanted candy. I still wanted to go trick-or-treating in high school. I don't care. Free candy is free candy. What are you going to do? Um, so I would, I, I went out and I was like, mom, I'm going trick-or-treating. And she's like, no, you have to come home. We have to go to your brother's football game. And I just did not want to do that. So I went out trick-or-treating with my friends I got in so much trouble that night and still had to go to the football game. And I sat there in my Halloween costume, which was probably not the best one I ever had. Um, it wasn't horrible. It was, I found this dress that my mom wore in a Mardi Gras parade once, like legit Mardi Gras, because um, she's from New Orleans. She was on one of the floats that she had to dress up and stuff. And I found it and I just thought it was so pretty. And I had this... Uh, this like red velvet cape from a prior costume that I had before and I just kind of combined it and I was like look I'm a princess and I fucking went out trick-or-treating and I had to sit in that at a football game where I was the only person in the costume but uh other than that I really don't think I was that bad of a kid the my only rebellion really was just to get noticed because I always thought that my brother, who is three years older than me, um, was kind of like the shining star in our family. And I always felt like I had to keep up with that. And it was so hard to, to keep up. So instead of trying to like be the best that I could be and get attention that way, I, not that I would like lash out or rebel necessarily, but I just did what I thought was rebelling. Like, I'm just not going to listen to my parents and I'm going to dye my hair black. (laughs) So I mean, that's kind of the worst of it, I think. But I mean, even even with all of that said, I wasn't a bad kid. And yet I know I was a terror to my mother because I was so full of energy. And as you guys will, if you haven't already picked it up now, that the fact that I'm doing a podcast in the first place, you will definitely understand later that I am just very wordy. I like to talk. I will talk about everything and anything and nothing. 
I will just spew words out of my mouth. I think I'm fucking hilarious. I will make jokes and just be like, dude, that's funny. I don't understand why you're not laughing. But because of all of that, my mom, just she just didn't get peace with me. I was so like on the go, wanting to do something all the time. And uh, lucky for her, I did fall in love with reading. So it did shut me up for a little bit. Um, I was also that person who got in trouble in school for reading. And I'm like, really? You don't want to, you don't want to yell at this kid who's playing with a lighter? You know, you're going to yell at the kid who's reading? Okay, that makes sense. Now, granted, I wasn't exactly reading what I was supposed to, but that's besides the point. But anyways, um, kind of going back to this original point of being a mom and how hard it is, I I always knew I wanted to be a mom, and it's it's in my blood. It's just, it's in me. It's what I want in life, and I'm so happy to have my son but I really didn't realize how difficult it is. It's not just a lack of sleep because um, they need to be fed in the middle of the night or anything like that. It's so much more. It's You have to figure out why they're crying, what this particular cry means. Um, are you hungry? Do you need a diaper change? Do you ju- are you just yelling at me because you have something to say? Are do you need this toy? Um, are you tired? Do you need to take a nap? Like you have so much that you have to figure out because this tiny little human has no way of vocalizing what they need or want from you other than to cry and scream or just go la 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 la. And it's so hard mentally because you have to use so much brain power to figure this out. And, you know, on top of that, on top of being a good mother, you also have to be a good wife if if you're married um, or a good girlfriend or whatever. Like you have to be good in your relationship of any kind, whether you're married or dating or even if you're single, you have other relationships like your friends that you have to maintain. Now, a little bit of background on me. I am originally from San Diego, California, in that area, tiny little town called Ramona. And I moved to Maryland. Uh, now I'm currently in Riva, but, uh, which is in the Annapolis area. But I moved here four years ago, and anytime I meet someone new and we're just talking, and I, I'll I always slip up and I keep saying like, "Oh, you guys, like, you guys do it so differently here," or something like that. And then they usually catch on. They're just like, "Oh, where are you from?" I'm like, "Oh, I'm from San Diego," and I get the same question every time, and that's why the hell did you move here? Well. <laughs> that's a great question. (laughs) I moved here for love. And ironically, that particular love did not work out. We were together for a year and things just didn't work out, um, which was unfortunate because I, I totally wear my heart on my sleeve. I'm such an extreme romantic and, you know, I, I always want to do everything I can to please the other person, but it didn't work out. I had to let him go, and then um, 
couple months later, I was like, all right, I got to get out of Maryland. It's not for me. I can't, like, I have nothing holding me back here. And actually, my husband, obviously, I'm with him now, um, you know, we, we connected and he stole me away. Like, two, I was ready to leave. I was like, in two weeks, I'm out of here and I'm going home. And he kind of brought me back. And I'm like, huh, maybe there is a reason to stay. But now that I'm still here, I'm like, oh, fuck, I want to go back home, you know? But uh, it's not, it's not that Maryland's a bad place, really. What it really boils down to are these fucking mosquitoes. I hate them. Have I dealt with mosquitoes before? Yes, when I would visit family in Memphis, Tennessee. But now, I fucking live here with no escape, except for the winter, and I hate the winter. I hate being cold, as, again, I am from San Diego. I'm a beach bunny. I am, like, sunlight in my face, like, make me tan blonde hair. That is my life. That is my lifestyle. I am what I would think, or I used to be, a very chill person, like, oh, just take me to the beach and I'll be fine. Um, But no. Ever since moving here, my life has changed in directions I did not even think were possible. I am married. I have a child. I am 28 years old, still not happy with my life, and I'm just trying to figure out how to be the best mom that I can be while dealing with all of these struggles. And uh, so a little side note too, a little bit about me. I haven't had it officially diagnosed because my therapist uh, told me she's not allowed to do that and it has to be a psychiatrist, but she believes that I have depression. So I have not got it officially diagnosed. And to be quite honest, I don't really want to get diagnosed because I feel like if I hear you have depression that it's just going to send me into another spiral. And I'm trying really hard not to do that. So instead of going to get officially diagnosed, what I'm doing is just acknowledging the fact that I get depressed and just try to find my way out of it. And something that I've learned about depression is that you're not, you know, you're not depressed 24-7. It's not like that. It's just, you know, you could still have your good days. You have good days just like the rest of us. But your bad days are what really get to you. And that's the battle that you have to work with. Um, my therapist is also trying to figure out, is this postpartum depression? Or did this start prior to the pregnancy? And she and I are working on that to discover, like, what it is and how we can work on it. Because if it is postpartum depression, the good news is that it will go away. Um, If it's not postpartum depression, this is something that I just have to deal with for the rest of my life. And um, it's, it's really hard. Oh, that did not look good. Not gonna lie, I'm to- so I've got my baby monitor on right now, and uh, my kid is sleeping. So I watched him, and he's sitting up, and then he just fell forward and smacked his head against the crib. Did not cry. That's why I did the oh, but he didn't cry. Instead, he just laid back down, and you know he's passed out. 
dude, kids are marvels. Like, if he were awake and did that, he would have been screaming his head off. So, the good news is that he's not actually hurt. It's definitely a mental thing. But, uh, yeah, this is where my life has taken me so far. I went from San Diego and moved to Maryland, and I still question myself every day. Now, I am a firm believer that everything happens for a reason, and I am also extremely thankful for where my life has led me, where I have a a wonderful husband who takes care of me, and I have a beautiful baby boy, and I would not give them up for the world. But I, as a human, I still have those thoughts of, but what if I stayed? What if I didn't move here for the other guy? What if I stayed home and just had that long-distance relationship until it fizzled out? What if I were able to make my career dreams come true? And so let me fill you in on that. I wanted to be a makeup artist. Who the fuck be, like says, oh, I'm going to be a makeup artist and then I'm going to live out my dream in Maryland? No. You go to the freaking entertainment industry. You go to New York or you go to L.A. That's where you go. San Diego is pretty close, so you can get away with it. So I could have stayed. But you go to where the biggest entertainment areas are. Not even because you'll be in entertainment, but because if you're around that environment, everybody wants to look like a certain way. So somehow, some way they have more money, whether they earned it, whether they got themselves a sugar daddy, whether, and hey, not bashing that by the way, I'll make that another episode because to be honest, I'm completely fascinated and I might have, uh, one of my friends come on and talk to me about that. She's not a sugar baby. Um, but she and I have talked about this before and I love talking. We have a pact, (laughs) but, um, anyway, like, you know, you, you go where it makes sense for that career. And it does not make sense to be like, I'm going to be an esthetician and a makeup artist and I'm going to live in Annapolis, Maryland. No. That's probably the stupidest thing you could do. Instead, I took the $10,000 that was supposed to be tuition for beauty school and put it towards moving here because I am a sap. But um, it's all good because life took me where I needed to be. Now I'm just hoping I can talk to life a little bit and be like, hey, you know, we got to turn this around because I'm not really feeling it anymore. Like, take me and my husband and my child, and, you know, you got me them. That's what I needed you to do. Now I need you to do something for me, and we're going to move back to California. Well, that's not happening either because my husband uh, doesn't want to move that far west. No. Maybe I'll get him on here at 1.2. You know, see, this is why I like this introductory thing, because the more that I talk, the more ideas that I get, and I like it. And that's why I do this, because it's, as I'm talking, I'm getting all of this, like, brain power, and I just, I need to start taking notes. This is awesome. Um, and again, I guess another thing that you'll notice about me is I tend to jump around a lot, so... I do like to make lists and notes because it'll kind of help me stay on track a little bit. Not always, but a little bit. 
<sighs> yeah. So, I mean, it is 10.43 p.m. on a Saturday night. I am laying in my bed with my cat, about to watch Outlander, because, ladies and gentlemen, it is now on Netflix, and you have no idea how excited I am, because I I was never going to be able to see it, because it was only on cable, and I don't have cable. I have internet, which allows me Netflix and Hulu. So when I saw Outlander was on there, ooh, I'm so excited. But, uh, I think, I think for now, that should pretty much cover a good solid introductory, excuse me. (sighs) As you could tell, I'm tired. Um, honestly, I had a great day. Cleaned up the house, did a lot of stuff, got the rest of the shit that I needed for Blake, uh, from my work because I left it there since I had him at work for a week part of the work drama, by the way, and, uh, yeah, it's been a hell of a day, it's been emotional, Blake was pretty good for the most part, he took an hour and a half nap, (sighs) and, uh, that was probably the longest nap he's had in a while, but yeah, You know, more on me and my family on episodes to come. And this is, you know, hashtag mom life to me isn't necessarily strictly talking about what it's like to be a mom or what, um, what my son is doing. Like, will those things be in there? Absolutely. But that's not what it is. Because to me, a mom life of any kind, there's so much more to it. There's the drama that you have in your life. There's the things that you watch on Netflix. There's the family life. There's the friendships. There's your work life. There's so many dimensions to a person that that's kind of what I wanted to bring to this table is not only my own personal struggles as a mom and my experiences as as a mom, but also just my normal life what what my normal is and uh all I can hope is that you guys enjoy it and you want more of it and I mean worst case scenario I told this to my husband worst case scenario this is just a way for me to talk and get things out of my system best case scenario this goes somewhere and people actually like it and that's I mean that's obviously what I'm shooting for but I'm At the end of the day, I don't really care if people listen to me or not, because I get to say what I want to say, and that's the important part. So you might hear some vent sessions on here. You might hear me just one day like, hey, you know what? I need a vent. Here we go. And I do repeat myself a lot when I do that, too. But uh, thank you guys so much for listening and uh, being introduced to Hashtag Mom Life and just, you know... Find ways to let me know if you like my stuff or what you want to hear me talk about or anything like that. We'll get more into it as we go further along in the episodes. But thanks again for listening, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys find it entertaining eventually. And I hope you guys get to know a little bit more about me 
and my journey as a mom. So I hope you all have a great rest of your night or morning or day, depending on when you're listening. Uh, for me, it is 1047 and well past my bedtime. Um, so yeah, enjoy your night. Hopefully you have a couple drinks in you and yeah. All right. Peace out guys.